I am honoured to be creating on the ancestral lands of the Darug people. I acknowledge Australia's Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the traditional custodians of the lands you and I are on today. I pay respect to the Elders past, present and emerging. Hello and welcome back to Yarning with Danny. I'm your host, Danny, and I'm super grateful to have you back here this week. I wanted to extend a massive thank you to all of the support, all of the listens, the sharing, the love, the feedback, and the connections that came from my first episode. If you had listened to it, you would know that it was quite a vulnerable episode. I shared things that not a lot of people know about me and whether or not you know them about me, it is not something that I would have anticipated that I would be sharing to the masses, but I'm really grateful that I did. I have found some incredible connections. People have reached out to me. There are definitely a lot of people who have identified with my story somewhere along my story. You might have resonated with parts of my story that are nothing to do with my story at all, no relation at all, but it has stirred something in you that made you think. And I'm really glad it does that because I think something that I really want to be able to foster in this series, this community of people, is acceptance and understanding through open dialogue and conversation, through compassionate inquiry through practices and rituals that will help sustain your life force and ensure that you find ways to heal and to move through the energies. I want to just quickly talk about what it meant for me to record the first episode. When you hear it in my voice, I know when I certainly heard it back, I could hear the reliving in my body. And when I was actually recording it, It was super, super hard, but not just hard from a mental capacity. It was hard because my body, as I was retelling this story or these stories in general, my body was responding like I was there again. So when I was talking about my experiences with anxiety, I felt my body shake. I felt my body shiver. My legs were bouncing and shaking and so was my language and my voice. And it takes a lot to retell stories that you're still healing from or you haven't healed at all. And I want you to know and understand that when you are retelling or when you are revisiting the traumas and your experiences and your memories, your body knows. It remembers before your mind does. And it acts in accordance to those memories. And even though it's uncomfortable and you'll feel resistance, You'll feel this sort of barrier of, nope, I'm not going to open that. That's the language of your body that you should continue to try and open that and access that part and find ways to move the energy. And there are lots of things that we'll talk about that will help you move the energy and it'll help you heal those wounds. But a really important note is the only person who can do that is you. It's only you that can journey through the feelings, the sensations, the resistance 
to be able to move through the healing process in itself. Healing is not linear, so there's no time frame, there's no specific way of doing it, there is nothing that you or I will ever be able to wrap our heads around how it works because it's really just a journey and every single one of us have to do it introspectively, sitting with ourselves, moving through it, understanding it. And a really important thing that I think that happens to us and it happens through our mind, it happens through the control aspect, is we like to know why, how, what happened, why me, why am I the one who needs to suffer? I've suffered enough. And our mind tells us these stories. What's important is, is what we can do to move through it, to make changes in our life, to create things that help us, but only us as individuals are able to do so. And so I just wanted to quickly note that because I know and understand that healing is a really uncomfortable journey. Whether you have big T trauma or little T trauma, it's really not a one-size-fits-all. You have to find what works for you. And it's really important that you keep up with that and you keep the rituals and the practices and the mindfulness on a regular basis. And you return to the tools that you put in your toolbox because those are the things that are going to get you through. Because, like I said, the journey is not linear. And you're going to find yourself in other circumstances in the future where you may be challenged and you need to be able to lean in and figure out what tools you might need to figure out whether those tools are working and whether you might need to adapt to some other ones. But what's really, really, truly important is that you know your body best and your body will continue to communicate with you. And I want to be able to ensure that you can find safety within your body because it is your body that will help you and so I want to do a little bit of a story time here and talk about the journey for me with yoga because from the very beginning of my journey with yoga I really just thought it was exercise I thought that going to yoga was just going to help me keep moving my body so then I didn't stay stagnant and I didn't cry all day or I didn't pace my house in anxiety. And what I found is actually of all the experiences that I've had with yoga has brought me closer and closer to myself. And what I thought was modality that was about strengthening your body and, and moving yourself and finding poses and being super cool at figuring all of that out and just being this super flexible person, when in reality, that is not just yoga. Yoga is so much more than that. And if you have this idea that it is poses and it is about flexibility and all of the very surface level things, then I invite you to spend some time getting on the mat and really being there with yourself on the mat because it's really not at all about poses. <laughs> and when people ask me about it, they're like, oh, I want to I wanna give it a go, but I'm not flexible or I don't think I could do that. And that's a very limiting mindset about yoga. Uh, I think yoga for me personally has been an incredible journey of self-discovery, of self-preservation. My journey through yoga has been uh, very challenging, actually, and 
I've never really felt like I have a consistent practice. Um, not as consistent as I have in the last little while. It's I still fall off. I still fall off the bandwagon and I have to get back up and I have to find myself back there again on the mat. My journey with yoga began when I was entirely anxious all the time. And I found it so hard to ground myself. I just kept trying to find ways to do that. And meditation was the beginning. And from meditation, I moved through yoga and allowed the teachers that were before me to lead me and guide me because I didn't know yet what yoga was doing for me or what it could do for me. And as I journeyed through, I found myself actually going through these classes and becoming incredibly overwhelmed by emotion. And I know that one of the first times I ever went to yoga, actually it was probably my first time, I came out of there really quite angry and it felt really quite erupting and I didn't really know what was happening. And I remember the teacher had also said during the class that, you know, it might bring up some emotions, but I really didn't attach myself at all to that. And I thought, why am I feeling this after the class? Why am I so angry? And then I remembered that, you know, the teacher noted you might feel some emotions come up. And I just thought, but anger? What? Like, I'm not an angry person. I don't like to be angry. Because up until that point, I had recognized there in that moment, feeling all of that anger come up, that actually I never welcome anger. I hadn't been welcoming anger for a really long time. I'd associated anger as a negative emotion. I associated negative emotions as a bad thing. And when I say negative emotions, I'm talking about the ones that we think are not good for us. Really, I think we kind of might have a little bit backward here. You know, being angry or having anger show up for you or sadness or despair. These emotions, when they come up, they're here because they need to come through and they're here to teach us something. They're talking to us. Our body is trying to communicate with us because we go about our days unbeknownst to our bodies like our bodies just have to do the work we just have to walk every step of the way we just have to get to the gym we just have to get to work we just have to sit in this seat all day at our desk it is just there as a tool just to to get our shit done that's the kind of mentality that I I had at the beginning and I felt like it was just not working with me it was just working against me and I would be angry at my body when it came up I thought, how possibly could I be feeling this? I just did this most peaceful yoga session. Surely anger isn't the feeling that I'm feeling right now. But it was. And I was driving home from that class and I was almost crying out of like overwhelm. And I thought, what is happening to me? (laughs) I wasn't angry going into this class. I was sad going into this class. And so through that feeling and emotion coming up, I was trying to feel my way through it, trying to understand it. And initially I didn't, you know, I didn't really feel or understand it. And I, in the end, brushed it off and got on with my day. But as I went back to the mat and went back to these classes, because at the time I just was so desperate for anything to work that I just kept showing up and hoping and wishing that things would change for me. And I would stop pacing in the house and I would stop being so afraid 
to answer my phone, that I would find some level of peace within. And so I kept going. And what I really truly want to be able to express is when you, when your body is giving you the signals, communicating with you, with emotion, and like I said, anger, sadness, despair, whatever that looks like for you, it could be joy, it could be excitement, whatever it is, invite it, ask what it needs, ask your body what it needs in that moment. Find a level of solace between you and your body and a space that you can cultivate a relationship between you two. Being able to invite some space between the two can provide some awareness of what your body is telling you, where it's feeling that feeling, what part of your body you feel the energy, whether it's stuck, whether it's moving, whether it's heavy, whether it's expansive. Our bodies are always communicating with us and my journey with yoga has felt like that the journey to back to my body and I guess maybe there was a really long time through all the stress and experiences that I had had that it was much easier to separate the two and just move on through the mind and keep my days going through the mind. But the more I moved through the mind, the more anxiety that I felt. The more that I moved through the mind, the more restriction I felt in my body. And yoga has really allowed me to create the space between the two and have a dialogue and have a conversation and invite new and welcoming energy for my body to be able to release. Release the things that I have compacted into my body through experiences in these little treasure chests all locked into parts of my body, completely unaware that I have done so. But with the space between my mind, my body, And the dialogue that I've created, I have found spaces that I can really understand what's going on. And with the first part of it, you know, you might find yourself sitting here thinking, this is uncomfortable. I don't want to even be feeling this emotion. So I'm just going to squash it back down. I invite you instead to acknowledge this is uncomfortable. Acknowledge that this does not feel good. From acknowledgement, become aware Become aware that your body is communicating something to you and get curious about what it's communicating to you. Is it communicating that you are putting your needs aside? Is it communicating that you didn't speak up when you know you should have? Is it communicating to you that those words that were said to you really hurt and you didn't tell them that it hurt? And so instead you put your own needs aside to make another person feel comfortable. Get curious. Get really curious. I think that when you get curious about what your body is telling you, it creates the space and the safety that your emotions can start to come through with a bit more ease. And look, it's not comfortable. I'm not going to piss in your pocket and tell you that it's comfortable to feel through these things and feel through the wounding and understand where it's coming from. It's not comfortable. And I'd be lying if I told you that after your first experience, it would heal. It's not true. 
there are lots of things that I'm still healing and I'm sure there are lots of things that I don't even know that I need to heal yet. And so I remind you that healing is not linear. But what's really truly important here is to create and cultivate the relationship because that is where the change starts. And with nurture, you will be able to continue to find flow with you and your body's signals and your healing because it's the healing that will release you of the burdens and it will release you of the anxieties and the depressions and the self-sabotaging behaviours or the, the dismissal of your own needs. The relationship that you create with yourself and your body is the, the really the truly the first steps to, to cultivating a new life for yourself. A life that you put yourself first, that your needs come first. And when your needs come first, you're honouring yourself. And, you're, and that's the part of you that truly starts to build and understand and truly knows that you are worth honouring and that your needs need to be met. And the only way for your needs to be met is for you to communicate them. And the only way for you to communicate them is to first understand them and be aware of them and acknowledge them. And I know that it's so easy for me to say it. And it is easier for me to say it than it is for me to do it, let me tell you. But I know that with time and with work and with the returning to yourself, the journey doesn't become as resistant. And with less resistance, you can surrender to the process and you can trust that with time, things will change. Because you will change. Your vibration will change. It will all start to really circle back and you'll start to truly understand it. You know, I think there's this common misconception about meditation being hard. And sure, it feels hard. But through pushing through the hard, and I know you can do hard things, you'll be able to find peace and solace there you'll be able to find spaces to be able to sit with yourself and yoga is one of those modalities meditation is an incredible tool and so me talking about my journey with yoga I began with so much resistance and so much misunderstandings of what yoga was and what if what it meant for me and so as I've journeyed through for the last I think four years I have been through all of the spectrums of emotions and I have cried in yoga I have become angry from moving in yoga I have experienced joy I have experienced peace and calm and I know that it's worth my time now. So four years ago, I didn't even know. I thought I was just testing it. It was like any other form of movement and I was just giving it a go and I would do that as well as a million other things at once and the one constant is yoga and that constant is because I kept showing up. 
even when I didn't go for months at a time. And the journey to returning to myself is started through yoga and I've definitely cultivated that relationship with myself through yoga. But there are times when I resist and I don't get on the mat. And I'm not resisting and I'd, in terms of like I know I'm resisting. Usually I'm quite unaware of that resistance and I have to return to self to recognize that I'm actually resisting the mat because I'm resisting myself. Because to me, yoga is journey to self. And I have found that through the years of actually being in yoga and doing yoga and showing up and getting on the mat and experiencing all different ways of doing so and all different forms of yoga, I have found that all I have done is continuously come back to myself. And the when the anxiety seems to show up a little bit more or show up intensely, I know that I can use the tools that yoga has taught me to return back to myself and return back to my baseline and find calm and find peace. Because with calm and peace, I can see with clearer eyes what it is that's showing up for me. Whether I'm angry, whether I'm sad whether there's some memories that have popped up. And I've just loved that the whole journey so far to now being a teacher has just been one of the most profound and impactful experiences of my entire life. And it's not because I showed up to yoga and I'm proud of myself, I ticked it off the list. It's because I showed up and I did the hard stuff. I moved through the hard feelings. I moved through the energies that were uncomfortable. And when the energy is moving, I can keep moving. And that means that I can keep getting that energy through my body rather than it getting stuck when I become anxious and fearful. Look, it's still common for me to become anxious and fearful and resist. And even something as simple as getting a massage to get some knots out of my body uh, in my muscles, for example, I find myself clenching before the massage because I know it's going to hurt. It was brought to my attention that actually the pain in itself is communicating to me that there is something I can do about it because I'm still able to communicate with my body right now. However, if I clench and fear, then I'm resisting. And certainly I'm resisting acknowledging that that actually resides in my body, that feeling, whatever that feeling is. And because I'm resisting it, it's not really truly going to work, is it? You know, that massage isn't going to do its job. Yoga is not going to do its job if you're resisting it. And it's okay if you resist it. And with time, you'll become less resistant and hopefully... With time, you'll start to surrender and really trust that with each experience that you have, using the tools and the rituals and the practices that you start to put into your life and start to create some space for them, then the closer and closer that you will become, more at ease. You will get closer to it. And like... You know, there was, there's been so many times where I've been anxious and, I was, and I'd be frustrated or overwhelmed or whichever, you know, tense emotion that I'm feeling. And then I have to find myself, pause, taking a breath and remembering 
who the fuck I am. And I know that that sounds so cliche, but it's actually much harder than you think. When you sit there and you take a moment and you take a breath and you know where you are and you're feeling into all parts of your body and you're breathing into the sections that you feel the most tense or you're breathing into the parts of you that you feel are challenging. With that breath and that awareness, you can come back to your baseline and you can remember who you are without all of the anxiety without all of these harsh emotions that are jarring. And from that place, you're able to just move. Move again. Try again. Take a breath. Try again. And through my journey of yoga, you know, I've been very resistant. um, of, Of many, many occasions I've been resistant. And there's been many occasions where I've surrendered. And the most... um. I guess the most surrendered I'd been in the early stages is when I literally cried on the mat, when I just needed to be held. And that the voice of the teacher just made me feel so safe. And the space of yoga is just so safe and so sacred that nothing had ever come close to that. And I recognized that when I had surrendered and I had literally fallen apart in this room with 10 other people on the mat, not knowing if anybody could hear me weeping, I realized that I was still safe regardless. And because I had surrendered, I could feel the dissipation of the anxiety. It just felt like a vibrational disperse, like it would just was leaving my body. And so Through the journey, I've just found that every time that I get on the mat, I might be feeling a different way, but I welcome those feelings now. I welcome the experiences. I resist a lot less than I ever have before. Not perfect. I still resist. But the challenges, when they arise, feel a lot less harder for me to manage and a lot less harder for me to face because I have created a lot of security and safety within my own body through a relationship with myself and my body and understanding what it needs, when it needs it, and how to give it to my body. And yoga is one of those things that not just allows me to find the space and awareness to hear and listen and create a relationship with my body and understand what it needs, but also it's helped me understand what it truly means to continually show up for myself and I invite you to spend some time sitting with yourself in quiet created my own little space at home where I can show up for myself in peace and quiet without the disruption of the noise of the outside world and return to myself And continue the conversation with my body and my mind so I can continue to heal my wounds. So then they, when they're showing up, those parts of me are showing up in my life like anxiety. I can ask what I need. I can ask my body what it needs in those moments. And through those questions, I find peace. Because I find a way to release 
and the space that I've created for myself at home is something that I return to every day now and I've cultivated that space to be safe for me and my family respect that it's my space, my children respect that it's my space, sometimes they come and sit with me but a lot of the time it's me and it's quiet and now that I do yoga in that space as well on my own, if I'm finding that, you know, I'm, I'm feeling big emotions come up, I can move through them much like I would in a studio and I feel like I'm safe because I'm holding myself. You know, it's nice to have a teacher, it's nice to have a studio, but in lieu of those things, it's nice to have a space where you can do yoga on your own, in your own space. It's been really quite, uh, it's been a major change for me and I, I wish I'd done it sooner, but I'm really glad that I've done it because it's a way of me to surrender and allow my body to go through what it needs to go through, to move through the things it needs to move through so I can let go of the parts of me that I had protected me before, that had helped me get through really hard things as a young girl or a young woman and be able to bring in a new a new energy to move forward, to take new steps, to create the life that I want to live. Because when you let go, you are creating space for new things to arrive. And I want to be able to sort of share that also, you know, through the lockdown, I had a really hard time getting on the mat, really, really hard time. You know, I was a parent 24 hours a day, you know, they weren't at school, I was the teacher, I was the parent, I was also a colleague and I was also just me and a partner and all the things that we all play, all the roles that we play and just like, you know, the rest of you, lockdown was really hard because I had to try and manage all those things and I found myself avoiding getting on the mat because I just felt like I couldn't. But with time and acceptance and understanding of why I felt like that, I recognized that the resistance was resistance to hard emotions and feelings I didn't want to feel because I was already at capacity as far as I was aware. I felt like I had too much to already process every day with being at home and with the children and teaching them and working and managing everything else in the household. And, you know, I, I wouldn't come and sit by my space and I I wouldn't find places that I could be with myself I just kept avoiding it almost running away from myself and yeah with the time that I avoided myself I had built up some energy within me and I yeah I experienced I experienced a couple of panic attacks in lockdown which were just due to me not moving through the energies and it was absolutely environmental we were we are all still experiencing a pandemic and even though we got locked down last year already and you know I'm sure a lot of people thought we've been here before we can do it again it still brings out challenges that you can't expect you can't you can't guarantee what's going to come through and it was really hard for me I'm sure it was really hard for you and with hard things 
you know, we've got to find some level of moving through it. So yeah, I want to just acknowledge that there are times where you may not want to either get on the mat or be with yourself or cultivate that relationship between you and your body because it's uncomfortable. It's hard. You resist it. But with time, I hope that you can find that with the more time that you spend coming back to yourself and being compassionate in that approach, being really compassionate in how you speak to yourself and how you talk to your body and how you communicate, it's just an incredible experience to be able to be there for yourself. And when you're there for yourself, it allows opportunity for others to be there for you too. Because the only person that can change your circumstances is yourself. And I welcome you to be curious about what that looks like. And if it's uncomfortable and you're resisting it, just let it be. Say hello, if anything, to that resistance. And just allow the resistance to be there. Rather than push it down, rather than find that it's too hard and I don't want to do that, just be there. With breath, in and out. Just be there with yourself. And, yeah, with the journey of yoga for myself, um, even with the resistance, even with all the uncomfortability, I continue to find that I am closer and closer to what feels like to me my purpose. And I know that, you know, it's actually a really... It's a buzzword purpose for us in this generation. It's like everyone's trying to find the purpose. Everyone's trying to find what they're here for. Everyone's trying to find the right job or the right career and right day-to-day life that makes them feel good. Um, Not everything feels good. So I think it's important that we welcome all the things and all the feelings that come up because finding your purpose or finding alignment for you or finding what it is that you're trying to achieve and find that peace through that, the joy, you don't need to have this ecstatic feeling. It doesn't have to come to you in this rush of energy. It can come to you through anger. It can come to you through sadness. It can come to you through joy it's just it's a spectrum and all emotions are valid every single one of them they're here to teach us something and so I invite you to just be with it allow it let the energy move through you let it go surrender because challenges are there to teach us something and whether it's a big challenge a small challenge whatever it looks like for you It's there to teach you something. Learn from it. I think it's super important that we spend some time getting to know one ourselves, sorry. And, yeah, just finding ways to return back to self. And one of those things for me personally has been yoga. And I know that, you know, yoga may not seem like it's for everybody, but it really is for everybody. Yeah, I highly recommend that. You maybe spend some time thinking about whether or not yoga is something you'd like to try. And whether it be yoga or whether it just be mindful meditation. 
just find some time to be with yourself and build that relationship. I hope I've been able to impart wisdom that yoga has taught me that being with yourself is the greatest honour and running away from all the things that you feel in your body is running away from yourself. I feel like I believe in you guys. I feel like I believe that you'll be able to take this with you and cultivate a relationship with yourself. And until next time, guys, namaste.